0: Welcome Welcome, to the only podcast that draws you in like a straw in a milkshake. It's Pastors Live, the lighthearted podcast adventure that's all about God. The Word, answers to your questions, and, well, sometimes it's more questions to your questions. Hang on tight. You're listening to Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Okay, we're live. In five, four, three, three, one, two. two. What are you doing? Okay, it's like the engineers helping out the host of the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're awesome. Thank hey, you. everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Friday. Yep, overachiever right there, man. Overachiever hey, Friday. Speaking of overachievers, man, look at the hair on this kid. The day's go. hey, it's Friday. It's March 31st. This weekend uh, is uh, Palm Sunday. We want to come and encourage you. We want to you to wow i i just i need more coffee dave apparently i haven't had enough wow. uh, this weekend we're going to be celebrating palm sunday here at water springs church as That's much everybody loves every their palms to the lord is that right well yeah yeah we do this yeah, yeah. palms actually it's the palm branches but oh yes, those are yes.
1: branches did you also oh.
0: know that around the world it's also called branch or bow sunday because palms were not easily accessible around the world I did so, not know that. Yeah, so in some places it actually was not called Palm Sunday; It was just called Branch Sunday because they couldn't get palms. So what okay, do we do so, here? Use spuds? Or? Uh, yeah, today. So it's going to be Spud Weekend. Okay. Uh, so and so we just we all come in, we make mashed taters, and uh, we yeah wow. just, yeah we'll do it that way. Uh, but today is a wonderful day. It is March thirty first, guys. There's a lot of snow in the ground for March thirty first. You guys noticed that? Is it just me? <laughs> you, uh, so you know what time? No, Jay, I, I, like, I hadn't noticed. Uh, so I <laughs> really, <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm feeling like winter, winter needs to be over. Okay, I did. I loved I, your post that you put on Facebook the other day when well, you said I didn't that, mean to burn uh, the internet down, but it, I, it was. Yeah.
2: It was pretty funny. Okay, whoever's praying for snow, we know that God loves you more. That's right. But <laughs> just could you please stop? There's...
0: <laughs> well, I didn't, and I honestly, I, I had no idea what a dumpster fire that comment was going to create. Really? Oh, it was my just goodness. fun. Hey, I thought it was fun. I was just. I was just playing around and oh, people got nasty and weird and I'm just like, oh my gosh, people. I you apologize, know, I, but you just rubbed me the wrong way. Too much snow, time, Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, here's the thing. We've got we got people coming. we got the men's conference coming up. <laughs> And with the men's conference coming up, uh, yeah, you know, snow needs yeah. to go away because we're doing stuff outside. At this point, we just you know. got
1: to let them know, hey, there's no snow, Tony. We have spring glitter, but no yeah, snow. Yeah, <laughs> we have spring glitter. I
0: like it. Spring <laughs> glitter. Well, we have some stuff coming up. April 7th is our Good Friday uh, service. That's a week from today is our Good Friday service at six o'clock. Uh, all things new I love Easter our Good services. Friday service, uh, by the way. Oh, Don't I go do, too, too fast here. Yeah, yeah, I do this, too. The
1: Good Friday service is awesome because I'm assuming, and if we need to edit this, we can, but I'm assuming... assuming... Assuming your bride is playing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Lori's playing harp. I love it. Um, it's, it's really, it's pretty low key. It's, it's fairly subdued in the room. It's, it's fairly dim. Uh, we come, we focus on Jesus. We take communion and we just remember the sacrifice, you know? And, and so, you know, last
1: Sunday at coffee with the pastor, um, Lori uh, mentioned to the to the folks. There's about 30 people in there. That place was
0: crowded. Yeah, we the last few months probably and the pastor's been pretty. It's, amazing. it's
1: been pretty cool. But um, it, she just sort of blew over it like, oh, well, yeah, I'm a harpist and 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 talked. I was like, stop saying that. Lori Orr is a harpist is like saying, yeah. Don Drysdale threw the ball once in a while. No, he was one of the greatest pitchers of all times, and I, you know, look, I've I've been in the room alone with just the four of us when Lori was playing and watching my father-in-law and and you know who had Alzheimer's, and he's sitting there, and the response to her playing it was like it was like watching Saul in my mind. It was like watching King Saul, who's livid and rabid and off the charts wild. And then David begins to play his stringed instrument and Saul chills. You know, I remember watching my father-in-law who was just having a really, 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 really bad day. And Lori just began to play that harp in our living room in Oregon and um, everything just changed you know and it's like no Lori, you're more than just a harpist you're like in my mind the harpist she's
0: amazing yeah she is and and that's a real blessing so that's my plug and, for good yeah. friday come well no i appreciate that and and so does Lori. and we've got uh then we've got of course then we're going to have our our easter weekend services our resurrection services where we celebrate <laughs> jesus is alive one of the worship guys said to me the other day it's like you know what, where we're at in the Bible right now and coming up on Easter, it's like we're having Easter Sunday after Easter Sunday. I said, exactly, that's the whole point, right?" right? Um, And so it's going to be amazing. This weekend, of course, is uh, Palm Sunday weekend, so come and join us. Uh, We're actually going to be looking at the two disciples on the road to Emmaus and how Jesus says that he is the fulfilling one that comes from all of the Bible, and so we're looking forward to that. Then we have baptism weekend coming up on April 15th and 16th. And by the way, uh, resolvemen.com, register for the men's conference. I don't know. we got about, what, 200 guys? It's a little bit more than that right now. Uh, Looking forward to that. Coming up really fast, but it's hard for me to believe uh, uh, tomorrow's april 1st i, I just am not ready for that i'm also not ready for that i'm getting older. you're fooling i'm yeah it's like yeah right <laughs> exactly right <laughs> hey but but it is uh, today is crayola crayon day man my favorite crayons i grew up with crayola who, who's Crayola kid? Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, and by Classic the way, marine. it was it was really fun to do make Crayola clay because you go out and you get him on the sidewalk and you make them warm and you do little things with him. So it was always fun. I just like uh, that you said crayon instead of crayon. That's crayon. Yeah, it's like <laughs> well, it's okay. Uh, he and I were talking about that the other day. How we as Idahoans mispronounce words all the time. Yeah, all the time. Uh, yeah, and, it's, and it, especially it, people from out of state—they're the worst offenders. Yes, right. Well, we we got our own things that we used to do here, so gotta be careful. Hey, we have a comment that came in And I think it's a really great comment. Oh, it's a question, actually. And this is from Rita, um, and she's a part of the church here. It says, it has come to my attention that there are several other churches that have many more books in the Bible. King James Bible has 64. I'm just reading what it says. I understand it says you should see how all the guys responded when I read that. That was great. Um, I'm 52 years old and just stumbled into this information. What is your position on this? Because it makes me wonder what I'm missing, I'm just gonna say you're not missing anything. Uh, I am, I am uh, referring to others uh, others uh, such as uh, the, the Catholic Church or Ethiopian Christians that have uh, these other books. Uh, thank you for an answer if you could. And so read it, we'd be glad to answer that question. I think the first thing we want to address uh, and we're going to assume it's a typo, right? I'm gonna assume it's a typo, but there are 66 books, in the Bible that we use on a regular basis and I want to clarify that it, the Bible is a library of books when you can get your mind wrapped around that that helps so it's 66 books uh, about oh about 40 penmen you know uh, moved by the Holy Spirit over like 12 to 1500 years and so that's that's the Bible it's an integrated message system from outside of our domain that is uh, God-breathed, and so every word of the Bible is God-breathed. It's good, as as Paul tells Timothy, to show us what is right, what is wrong, how to get right, how to stay right, and so this, this wonderful Communication of God is what's known as special revelation. So the Bible is special revelation, God revealing himself to humanity. Um, and that's what the Bible is. And it's 66 books. Um,
1: 39 in the old, 27 yep. in the
0: new. Right. Now, when the King James Bible was originally published, now this is where it gets interesting, right? So the original King James Bible had what's known as the Apocrypha in it. The Apocrypha. Um, is they are books that were between the Old and New Testament as far as their placement goes. So um, you'd have uh, uh, Judith and what's known as the rest of Esther, Wisdom, Ecclesiasticus. Uh, yeah, and so, Maccabees and 1st yeah, yeah, and 2nd Maccabees. Mm-hmm. Maccabees uh, the Prayer of Manassas um and so there's 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 some other information that is in those um first and second maccabees are something that we actually it's, it's just biblically speaking it, those are good to know but they're not books that we would say are in the canon of scripture but they it's literature of the time where we can learn it because jesus celebrated hanukkah that's the thing and that's where we learn what happened uh, at those times so Luther, I think it was Luther who said, hey, you know what? Um, they're here, but I don't recognize them as God-inspired, so I'm going to move them into this other place. And so they, got, they, they were not canonized. They just got moved into this other thing called uh, the Apocrypha. And so you're not missing anything, um, but you have to understand that there are, there are also what are known as uh, pseudepigraphal writings, which are false writings out there um and in some cases these are also called deuterocanical canonical so deuterocanonical <laughs> that's a sorry again i didn't have enough say coffee that five times fast. yeah i can't i could can barely say it one time so there are other things out there but like if think, you pick uh, up a gospel of thomas would be one gospel of, of thomas yeah. uh which would be false writings and so you, you're not really missing anything you just have to realize that there are some things out there that um like if you pick up a an old, old King James Bible. You're going to, it's going to have the Apocrypha in it. Uh, the Catholic church still uses that today. Um, the Geneva Bible. The Geneva Bible. Uh, which has, is what
1: the uh, pilgrims would have had.
0: Right. Yeah. We, yeah. Coming across and, and doing some of those things. And so like for us, we actually, we hold to the pretty clean, what I would call kind of that clean canon of scripture, uh, the 66 books. Um, and these that over church history, they, they feel these are the inspired um, infallible writings of God um, and so these other things there might be a question mark like where was it from like and by the way there's other books that we know we don't have uh, when you read the Old Testament right there's books that we do not have uh, also uh, Corinthians is a great example there are four letters to the Corinthian church we only have two and so why don't we have the other two well they've got lost and, uh, and by the way how many of you guys believe if God wanted us to have them, we'd have them? Yeah, right. Yeah. Sure. Right, yeah. So God is able, and I believe God is able to keep His word pure and and keep His word uh, trustworthy. But I read, I don't, I don't think you're missing anything. But if you want to be a really good Bible student, um, you know this. This is a little bit of this as textual criticism, where like, okay, why was this put in the Bible? Why was this not? We're actually going to do a a uh, our Q and A program that we had we we put on pause because we had a lot going on but we're we've decided we're going to do specials and one of the specials we're going to do coming up shortly
1: kind of like the andy williams show
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah exactly 100 <laughs> you know uh but but we're going to do a program on where do we get our bible right. and mm-hmm. why is our bible the way it is because well, those of, are quite we can't answer those questions in right. a minute we can there's a, that's a that's a conversation it's going to take a couple right it's going to take an hour to do, answer that and we're going to break that up into four different programs to say this is where the Bible came from. This is why we hold to this, and right. so historically. Well,
1: you talked about you know there there are other letters to the Corinthian church that are referenced in the letters we have, but we don't have the letters that are referenced. We don't have the Book of Jasher, and right. it's referenced multiple times in the
0: scriptures. So right, yeah. and that's what happened was people would take advantage. Now, here's what happened, church history wise. So somebody who wants to control people would say oh this book doesn't exist so i'm going to write this book
1: right
0: and they would actually take advantage mm-hmm. of the people and so um and they would they would write these books or you know you have a
1: wasn't thomas actually written the book of thomas or the gospel of thomas was actually written in the 3rd century or something like that. it's it's like a couple hundred years later and they want to say oh yeah see look thomas wrote this the guy was dead by a couple hundred years before the thing was written
0: well and that's and that's the problem yeah. Right, because you you have that um, fraud, you know. Yeah, um, it, it, yeah, and that's and that's really hard, you know. And the the thing is, for me, over the years, um, the original oh, it was written here. They keep slowly they keep slowly trying to make it younger and younger and younger to make it fit. Uh, but I don't. I think that for me, I have I have everything I need. There are people in other countries that only have one book of the Bible because Bibles are illegal. Right They might only have, by the way, could you imagine only having Romans one through six? you know that would you know, you've got really important verses in there in chapter three and chapter five, but could you imagine, I mean, you're just man you're it's everything you know everybody's guilty, man. everyone's no one has an excuse. I mean yet while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, okay, you got the good news in there, but you only have four or five chapters of the Bible until you can trade it with another Christian who has other chapters um and so and that's what i love about the fact that jesus is found in every book of the bible and i i have i've had to stop saying this for myself to say jesus is found in every chapter of the bible and i i've had to stop myself to, i because i i don't feel it's right to say because chapter the every book because every chap chapter breaks are us we did that we did that for addresses so we could find things Um, John, the Apostle John, did not go, chapter 3, verse 16, (laughs) for God so loved the world. You know, that's not how that worked. He, he He was just writing. And we've added those things. But Jesus is in every book of the Bible. And you know, even, 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 even Esther, you know, he's, it's there. You see that typology of, of who Jesus is and the savior and the redeemer of mankind and the one who does righteousness and justice. So Rita, it's out there and it's okay. There's books out there that you can read on this stuff, but um, I guess it depends on how far down the rabbit hole you want to go, but you don't want to get lost. Dave, we were talking earlier about this whole idea of much learning has made you mad, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, like yeah. we, like there's people who get really, really confused, um, on some things that are pretty simple, but we overthink it. And, well, and and I'm, I think we I'm be, a pretty simple yeah.
1: guy. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I know that, but man, these 66 books have really kept me quite busy over the last 36 years of ministry. And, um, I know that I'm barely scratching the surface and, you know, in our reading today in Psalm 84, he talks about blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart are the ways of them passing through the Valley of Baca, make it a well and so forth. The idea there is this idea of having a well-worn path to the throne of God. This whole this whole idea here in the first several verses of of Psalm 84, or the first eight verses or so. He's talking about having a well-worn path to the throne of God because this person is consistently going there. And I feel like um the more I read the word of God every single day of my life and I'm finally getting a I think a pretty a fairly well-worn path. You know? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and good. it's like the more I walk the path to the Lord through his word and only his word, <clears throat> just like Boaz told Ruth, don't go in anybody else's field. Stay in my field. Well, the the Bible is God's field. He's my Boaz, and I don't want to go into any other field. And the more I stay in this field, the more I find the handfuls on purpose that he's leaving for me. And it's like, I'm pretty sure I've got another 36 years to go. I've spent 36 years just studying this book, these books, the 66 books of the Bible. And the more I study them, the more I realize, my goodness, I have so much to learn.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. See, it's a living document, right? It really is. I've never, and I've (laughs) discovered, uh, James, uh, have you guys done a lot of like reading Puritans, like, uh, like, Dr. Martin Lloyd-Jones, have you guys read a lot of Puritan writing?
1: I've read some. I don't know if it's a lot. How about a lot? Not
0: a lot. I'm kind of, I'm finding a fascination in reading Puritan writers because they take one verse and they literally suck every ounce of life out of that verse. And so like uh, the Ephesian commentary by Dr. Martin Mm Lloyd-Jones is six volumes Mm Mm-hmm um and these are thick volumes where he just he takes this concept he just he just oh and there's this and there's this and it's like you're just pulling all of this information out of it and that's what i love about the bible because there's so much there and to find the balance between getting stuck in the mud and continuing to teach counsel the whole counsel of god's word there's a balance in all of that
2: that comes from Uh, the spiritual discipline of the early church fathers of lectio divina right just sitting there yes
0: word for word, soaking Mm -hmm. it in meditating on each word so lectio divina is latin for Uh, listening and speaking well divinia is divine so, like lectio uh, is would be lecturing the divine, right? So uh, the idea of like you also have visio divina, which is the, the looking at the world around you, receiving creation, right? Um, I, I, I I've never heard audio divina, but I, it would make sense to, you know. Well, with the what lectio, you, you are.
2: I mean, you're not sharing it with other people. Yeah, you're sitting there speaking, speaking it out loud each right, just kind of working word. It
0: through. word. And these are spiritual disciplines that I think sometimes the we forget about, you know, to really meditate on the word. Right. Well, you also
2: aren't even taught that in a modern church. You know, we're just kind of taught the model of okay, let's go in, let's let's listen to the teaching, let's sing our songs, let's go about our day, as listen, opposed listen to listen
1: quietly. Yes. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's not necessarily the best. It's it's. It's so important, right? Romans ten seventeen, right? Faith comes and by, by hearing, hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Right. To read the word aloud is that kind of where you're going with that? To to read it aloud. I think just to it, hear you know,
2: it. Have a, have a mix of disciplines when you approach Scripture. Don't just come at it from one angle only. You know, take it. God has given you five senses. Scripture says, "Come, taste and see that the Lord is good." He's given us five senses to relate to him to connect to him to to take in his word you know and again like james says it isn't just hearing the word be doers of the word you're to take it in you're to
0: hear it you're to see it but you're also to live it out right so yeah and lectio i gotta I got run. yeah that's reading i forgot about it. lectio is reading so it's 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 divine reading yeah it's to med- really meditate on the word and i love that and i because i think it's important that we do that um, and really pull that out. I, I think that what happens is we, get, we can get so caught up in, you know, like, like the question was, what am I missing something? So do you guys realize, and I didn't know this, and I was just looking this up a second ago, do you realize how many um, pseudopigraphal works or writings are out there? Many. Oh my goodness. I've never seen a list. I I'm I, I'm I'm overwhelmed at it. I, was like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, well, okay, so so like so you have uh, odes, prayers and psalms. So you have uh, more psalms of David. Ah, uh, prayers of Manasseh, the S- Psalms of Solomon. You have the, the prayer of Joseph. You have the ode of Solomon. You have, and all these. You have all these different writings. You have Third Maccabees, Fourth Maccabees. Uh, yeah, but see, in today's you know, culture, we have
2: something called copyright. And so, if I were to write something and either cite you, Pastor Ty, and all of your many writings, and I were to sign off Ty, or that would be fraud. Uh, it would be considered fraud, copyright infringement on other writings that you've published, yeah, that kind of thing. But back then, it was a tradition in a sense. Like, say, there was a close disciple of, let's say, let's say, Pastor Ty. Pastor Ty led a church in the early, you know, early days of the church. So scary, and and you know, Pastor Dave was a close disciple of Ty, who was a disciple of Christ. Not meaning that he worshipped Ty, but he followed his teachings. (laughs) And then he was so familiar with your ministry style and your presentation of the gospel and the way you wrote that he would take. Because he was your disciple, he would take a writing and then sign off as Tyor, and it would be accepted in a sense in certain circles because it wasn't theft, it was the tradition in in honor of
0: your ministry. The Gospels are a great example of that because most most scholars would jump on the fact to say Luke and uh, Matthew probably had Mark as a framework uh, regarding the Synoptic Gospels. Um, and so some people hold on to that. I don't, I'm not necessarily going to, that's not a hill I'm ever going to die on. Um, but, you know, you, you know, they're, but they're telling their witness statements. But yeah, it, yeah. You, when you look at these things, you're talking about writings, and, and we don't want to confuse people now because we're running out of time. But what you have to understand is that the way we view copyright and the way we view, you know, borrowing information from other people didn't exist in that culture. It was very, very different. Um, but one thing I do want to share with you that does come up, and we, we're running out of time, is when people say, "Well, well, they ch- they changed all the texts of the Bible to push this position to push that posi- push that position." I I want to make a point to say, look, so you have all these texts that are all over the Mediterranean Sea. What you're telling me is they collected them all, they changed them all um that's impossible that's not going to happen so don't let people tell you that hey uh guys you listen to your love your family rita thanks for the question and guys say hey i do want to encourage you read your bible you and know church go to church, go go to a church. Good
1: bible believing bible yeah. church. and if you please, have please and, please
0: and by the way these kind of questions are great questions but yes. they're really good questions for for like in a classroom these are things we talk about in a classroom because we have to go through and we have to have these conversations um, and that's why you know there's there's pseudepigraphal writings but then there's the Apocrypha and there's these, these different books that we acknowledge are out there that are part of church history um and they're there but they're not part of the canon of scripture that we hold so dear as the infallible word of God and so hey read your Bible and go to church absolutely that's like Dave said go to church your love right. your family we out of time we got to go. Bye. Bye. It's the one and only Pastors Live, a Rev. FM production with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and the other guy. Download and listen to more episodes from Spotify and Apple Podcasts and submit your questions and comments for next time to Pastors Live at TheRev.FM. His music, his word, The The Rev. Rev.